unleash the power of knowledge and connect with the heartbeat of the African diaspora. Download our African Diaspora News Channel app now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Stay informed with authentic and diverse perspectives, breaking news and cultural insights. Immerse yourself in a community that celebrates unity, resilience and progress. Experience the vibrancy of the diaspora at your fingertips. Don't miss out. Empower your perspective today. Search African Diaspora News Channel and join the conversation. Previously, I made a video saying them folks can never be allies to black people. They can never truly be allies. They are allies when it suits them. And when it's no longer suitable for them, then they flip the script. You know, they're always trying to find ways of absconding responsibility and being held accountable for what their generations have done. Yet we are supposed to just be okay with it and move on with it. And we could have bought that lie for a second. We could have bought that lie. But every time they open their mouth, they're always just proving us right. When we say we demand reparations, we demand equality, we demand equity, we demand justice. Because you know what? These people are the same as their ancestors. They think the same. Why do I say this? Now a footage has emerged online of a UK businessman saying, you know what? We need to invade Africa again. We need to colonize Africa again. Why? Because they can't govern themselves. And you know what's so interesting about this conversation? When you try to bring up actually colonialism and the things that happened, for example, as a Kenyan in Kenya or in Namibia with Germany or in with France in, in West Africa, they say, you know what? That was so many generations before us. Let's leave it behind. Let's move forward when it's time for respons responsibility but when they think it suits them they would jump at any opportunity to be colonizers again and that is the reason why we have to talk about it today then it's time for us to just put to just to, to put the imperial hat back on to say we're going to govern those countries if you're incapable of governing yourselves because enough is enough we're done being invaded because our own national security risk is at stake. exactly security interests are at stake you can say that about pretty much all of africa they're incapable of governing themselves and benefiting their citizens because the governments there are all about looting and pillaging and lining their pockets and going shopping in Paris instead of actually right, making their country hold a on. better People on the land. left are going to watch this. They're going to say, wait a minute, Eric Prince is talking about being a colonialist again. Absolutely. Yes. Hello there. How are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Sandero Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, having conversations with you guys about, you know, black people, Africans, our empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. To connect with me on social media, at Andira Ganga, across all platforms, or you can come over to my channel, New Africa, um, New Dawn Africa channel, where I profile the continent through people, politics and culture. I want to talk about this recent video that is going viral, particularly among circles of Africans and black people, because this is just sheer audacity. And the folks just keep giving, you know, if it's not that race is saying they're not sure if black people are qualified, it's another race is saying um, we need to inv invade the African continent again. Now, I'll break this down and, and approach it from different points of view, right? The first thing that he says is that Africans are unable to govern themselves. Okay, let's go step by step with this. There have been challenges with democracy, leadership and governance on the African continent. But I wonder who set that example for us. The kind of leadership that we saw with white people, the imperialism that he talks about in, in that clip is white people came, you know, masquerading as missionaries 
and then little did we know you close your eyes to pray you open your eyes your land was gone and you were put in concentration camps you had kipandi system kipandi system was almost like an identification system to ensure that you keep paying taxes after hard labor you know you saw people looting resources you saw your parents your grandparents your ancestors lose their lives in the hands of white people there's so much documented history about the atrocities that the brits and i'm only just speaking about kenya because that's the history that i've studied a lot because of school the atrocities that they committed so that was the example of leadership that you people set when you came right you are also knowing and your democracy is good and you know you're the pioneers of everything okay you come on the african continent that is the example that you set for people don't even get me started about france and things that they were doing in western forget la france africa and the and the looting that they're doing right now they would go what is it called scotch as policy they would burn villages with women children and men so that's the example of leadership that he said, that leaders are impugn people, that leaders are people that take the lives of people, that leaders are people who steal, that leaders are people who are very powerful and nobody can question them. That was your democracy, right? And the chiefs that you put in place to help you govern were enforcers of the violence that you used to instill fear in people so that they can abide by the rules and stay in the line so that's the example of leadership that he said so where else did we learn about leadership outside of the examples that you put and those are the systems that when you left you left those systems in place and just expected us to keep carrying them on the, since independence until now there's very little room for africans to decide what democracy what politics what justice is for them you know because when you do that then it's almost like you you get fought because you're not forward thinking you're not civilized that is the system that you left burned at home that is what you taught people and that is just a system that is being carried on now people are beginning to revolt against that system but then again we're not doing it the white way right we're not changing prime ministers like the uk every single day what people are doing because again our laws and our constitutions it's just most recently that african countries are beginning to draft constitutions that actually work and serve them you know our systems have not had all the years that british and american systems have had in order to grow develop and and almost prove themselves against political interference and external interference when donald trump came into power i was watching the news that in americans were so sad <laughs> whether they were it's whether they were valid concerns or not that's a debate for another day and i watched a young boy who was being interviewed and he said I'm, I'm, I'm sad, but I'm not worried. And he was asked, why wasn't he worried? And he said, I trust our institutions. Institutions that have been there for years, hundreds of years. Africa does not have that privilege. We are getting there. It's just recently that Kenya got to a place where they could overturn presidential elections. Do you know how big of a deal that is for a judge in an African country to sit down and say, from the evidence provided to me, I do not believe i have concluded based on the evidence that these elections are not free and fair and there was no violence kenyan still went back to the ballot progress is being made i'm sorry if it's not being made at a white pace but it's still progress um the current leader of guinea um when he was speaking at um unga said you imposed your democracy on us without asking us if that was the democracy we wanted without doing a differential diagnosis and asking yourself 
will our democracy work on the African continent? And the African continent is not one country. Different people, different places, different cultural and social beliefs. Will this one suit fit all whitewashed democracy fit the whole African continent? Okay, so we have tackled the leadership point where we are unable to govern ourselves because one, you set the example for us, and two, we are also learning as we go. We are allowed to make our own mistakes. You know, the UK has changed prime ministers how many times? We've lost count. Yet everybody extends to you, Grace, because we think you know what you're doing. Do you even know what you're doing? But Africans cannot do that for themselves. I'm not even condoning military coups, but of all the countries we've seen coups, we've not seen the people come out to condemn those coups. They are welcoming them. A revolution is happening in Africa, just not the way you would have wanted it. Now, he also talks about being unable to govern and use our own natural resources to benefit our people. I like the fact that he brought up that point because British multinationals, British multinationals, French multinationals, American multinationals, Canadian multinationals, they are here on the African continent. They own large stakes and Chinese multinationals also. They own large stakes in the resources of African people. 90% of the mines in Ghana are owned by a British farm. Let that sink in. The gold that belongs ancestrally to the people of Ghana is now owned by Brits. African leaders are greedy. I'll give you that. But British leaders, British business people, just like you, are also very greedy. Because you see an opportunity, you see a loophole, and you take it. In as much as you want to point a finger of blame at that um, greedy and corrupt African leader that has allowed you to do this scrupulous deal, guess what? It takes two to tango. You're also just as corrupt. And some of these deals that you make, they are such ruthless business people the way they do business say for example in the niger delta the kind of polluting that they've done this british multinationals and all companies have done in that region the people of that area they're dying their water is not clean they've polluted the environment the fish are dying they keep getting taken to court in the uk so what part of we are unable to govern our resources are you talking about you know most recently now burkina faso says they, their gold, they're taking back their gold. Angola has also taken back um, ownership of the dam and saying, you will add value in our country before you sell it outside. Change is beginning to happen. I'm sorry if it's not happening at the white pace that you'd like for it to happen. But it is because, again, you take one step forward, you're pulled back two steps. Now, finally, he talks about African leaders going to Paris and Germany to buy expensive things i've spoken about it here before we're not condoning it we're so angry with it we are disgusted by it actually i sat here and did a video about how president william ruto is so greedy for gucci you know the him and his administration will not pass an opportunity to whatever funds they can get from whichever place use that money to go and buy designer clothes these are things that we've talking about we've spoken about rather We've spoken about the high affinity for German cars and we've told them that the more you buy from those economies, they're just building those economies. You buy houses in Africa, you're building the, in America rather, you're building the American economy at the expense of your African economy. President Kagame called out that nonsense. You know, he said there are other African countries out here who leaders, the best they do is line their pockets with their money. The moment them, they're good, they don't care about their people. It's, you did not break news. These are things that you know, and we appreciate that you're adding your voice to it, but the tone and 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 the manner in which you bring it up just to 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 almost validate 
that thought of colonization again is not fair, is not right, is not dignified. And these are things, it should be treated as an active threat. If he has the guts and the audacity to say it out loud on a platform where he knows will easily go viral online, can you imagine the conversations they have privately? These are people who I am sure will not hesitate to wipe off Africans or black people off of this continent because they think we are an inferior race. We cannot govern ourselves and they're the God-chosen people who can only, who have the brains to manage things. Okay, UK businessman. There's so many businessmen on the African continent. They're actually billionaires on this African continent who have built their wealth off the sweat of their brow. And this is always my problem most of the time with Western media and sometimes these Western people. They see Africa through such a monolithic lens. Such a monolithic lens. And that has to change. But that narrative is even out of it. The fact that somebody has the sheer audacity, knowing really well the history of colonization and the bad things that, for example, the British did in Kenya. I keep talking about this again. Al Jazeera did a documentary on some of the things that the British colonizers did to the Mau Mau. If you just hear the, 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 the tales of the people that fought for freedom, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised at what white folks are capable of, the cruelty that they're capable of. But when you bring that up, they say, oh, no, 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 it wasn't this generation. What do you want from us? We've already apologized. We give you aid. And then you turn back and say, ah, you know what? We need to colonize them again. Masters of speak, And this should be treated as a threat. It actually should be treated as a threat. Thank you so much for watching this video. Let me know what you think down below in the comment section. My name is Sandra Ganga and I'll see you again next time.